For the week of March 20th, 2023, this is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition, and every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's a topic for this week? This week, we're talking about another new study showing that uh, people who follow a Mediterranean or what is known as the MIND diet Mm -hmm. um, may have fewer signs of Alzheimer's disease in their brain tissue. Oh, good. So this is another study that is affirming the the use of what is known as the MIND diet, which is sort of a offshoot of the Mediterranean diet. It's just a more specific Mediterranean diet. So it's a type uh, of Mediterranean diet. Yeah, it's sort of like a I would have, what I would call a subset of the Mediterranean diet. They okay. took the Mediterranean diet and then kind of focused on specific aspects of it and then had people follow that. Mm-hmm. And then they study their um, you know, their their brains af- uh, after they have died basically. Mm. Um, or they study the brains um, of people who have developed Alzheimer's and what, like, how it can impact the progression or the reversal of some of the signs hmm. and symptoms. Hmm. So, so what they found, this was, by the way, this was, was published in uh, a, a journal called the American Academy of Neurology, or I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the journal is called Neurology, and it is published by the Journal of American Academy of Neurology, mm-hmm. um, they found that people who p- followed this MIND diet um, may have fewer amyloid plaques and tau tangles in their brain than people who don't eat this way. So obviously this amyloid whatever and these mm-hmm. are the other thing that apparently they've identified that's part of getting Alzheimer's? Yeah, so amyloid plaques are basically, they're a type of plaque that builds up in the brain cells, mm. right? And then something called tau tangles, T-A-U, mm-hmm. they're, they're these like little proteins that get all tangled up in the, the neurons of the brain. So they basically are what's block the functioning of certain aspects of the brain, specifically having to do with memory. Mm. So memory and cognition. Mm. So, um, and these are sort of like the hallmarks of uh, dementia and Alzheimer's is that they see these tau tangles and these amyloid plaques at, uh, you know, significant levels in the brains of people Mm. who have this disease. Okay. Okay. So... So what they're finding is they're looking at how this particular uh, dietary pattern, people following this diet, how it is lowering their levels of amyloid plaques and tau tangles Mm. so that they're not um, experiencing as severe symptoms or they're actually slowing progression or even preventing it from happening. Mm. So the thing about Alzheimer's is because we do not have a cure, the real focus is on the prevention. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're um, mostly looking at 
diet and lifestyle ways to prevent it from happening. And we're finding that this particular diet is one that has got us, it's a strong contender Mm -hmm. uh, for helping to reduce the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. So, So I guess I'm going a bit too jumping ahead here, but does taking the diet, having the diet help like like lower the amount of these things or you're stuck with what you got it's all about reducing the how much it shows up or right well so what it what it is doing is it is uh is showing that um people who follow this diet have lower levels of these amyloid plaques and tau tangles now if it's already been formed Mm -hmm. in there um the the diet itself does not reduce the formation okay. but basic like like what's already there is there but okay. it prevents it from getting worse okay you know, so like for example if you saw it starting to form in someone's earlier years like you know we're starting to see people going you know forming this in their 30s and 40s now mm-hmm. so if you saw this you know if you were able to find out that that was happening in your brain at 30 or 40, you could take measures to prevent that from make, getting any worse. I see. Yeah, I see. and that's really the one of the main reasons why they do this research is because they want to be able to, you know, prevent it from happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now, you know, I think it's important to uh, define what is what is meant by mind mm-hmm. and, and Mediterranean diet. So. So the Mediterranean diet is widely known. It's it's a diet that is, you know, a big focus on plant foods, mm-hmm. um, vegetables in, in particular, nuts, whole grains, uh, seafood. Um, it's very low in red meat, very low in dairy products, and very low actually in other animal foods in general, like like poultry. Even you know, mm-hmm. it does have some, but it doesn't have. It's not. The big focus that it is in the in the uh, United States, mm-hmm. uh, or what we call the American diet, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know olive oil is a, is the main type of oil that is used in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mediterranean diet comes from the diets of of countries that border the Mediterranean Sea. So mm-hmm. we're looking at Greece, Italy, Spain, Turkey, mm-hmm. um, those places. So. Um, so we look at, you know, the, 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 the way that those people eat mm-hmm. and the type of health that they have traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find that the, it's a superior way of eating for longevity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so we're trying to mimic that in the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. how do we eat that way over here? Mm-hmm. Right. So um, now... The, the Mediterranean diet is kind of broad because it's different from one Mediterranean country to another. So oftentimes I say there is no one specific Mediterranean diet. Like if mm. you went to Italy, it'd be a little different than if you went to Spain and mm-hmm. be a little different if you went to Greece. Mm-hmm. So, But we do see commonalities. So mm-hmm. we're trying to take those commonalities and call that the Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. The mind diet is, like I said, is kind of like a subset. And what mind is... It's an it's kind of like a clever acronym because mm-hmm. it does focus on the brain, okay, brain health, right? Um, but it's an acronym. The M I N D stands for Mediterranean dash um, 
Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay, Mm. M-I-N-D. So, and I jokingly often tell my students when I'm teaching them about the mind diet is, if you can say that, you don't need the mind diet, (laughs) Um, because it takes quite a bit of brain power to remember that and to say that. So, um, no, Mediterranean Dash, Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay, M-I-N-D. And so Mediterranean Dash, D-A-S-H, Dash, is also actually a combination of the Dash diet. Mm. The The Dash diet is a diet that was created by the National Institute of Health to help people lower their uh, blood pressure. Mm. And they took elements of the Mediterranean diet for that mm-hmm. as well. So so we're calling this now, this mind diet is kind of like a combination of the Mediterranean and the DASH diet being applied to intervene in neurodegenerative delay. Mm. So, um, and what, what we are finding with this is there are um, st- previous studies actually have shown that... Um, the mind diet can reduce the risk of Alzheimer's by as much as 53%. Mm. So it already has a good track record for this, and this new study is showing even more. So mm. um, what they did with this study was they, um, they said they found that um, they took 588 people um, who scored highest for adhering to the Mediterranean diet, and they had an average plaque um, and tau tangle amounts in their brain similar to being 18 years old. I'm sorry, similar to being 18 years younger than the people who scored the lowest. Mm. Um, and so those who scored the, the highest following the MIND diet, their plaque and tangle amounts were similar to being 12 years younger. Nice. Yeah. So that was kind of uh, the interesting thing that they found. Now, but they also found that... Um, Leafy green consumption appeared to be the biggest asset with these people. Good. Um, People who ate the highest amount of green leafy vegetables, or seven or more servings per week, had plaque amounts in their brains corresponding to being almost 19 years younger Mm. than people who ate the fewest amount of leafy greens, which was about one or fewer servings per week. Mm. So those leafy greens, they just keep showing up all of the time yes. as being the most powerful nutritional weapon against almost anything. Right. Any disease that we are currently dealing with today in our society, the leafy green vegetables always seem to be the answer. The power of the salad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good. So this is great. So other foods in the MIND diet that are focused on, uh, aside from the leafy green and other uh, green veggies, are uh, berries. They Mm -hmm. say that eating berries twice a week is a very important part of this MIND diet. Uh, Whole grains, five, uh, I'm sorry, three times a day. Beans. So, you know, I mentioned how uh, there's very low consumption of red meat, poultry, and dairy products. Um, But beans kind of take the place of a lot of that for protein. Mm -hmm. Um, They do focus on fish, though. This is is something they say you should have fish at least once a week. Nuts. um, They say to, you know, make your snacks nuts Mm -hmm. because they they contain the healthy omega-3s. A lot of them do. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, also nuts have really good uh, healthy fat in them and a, a variety of minerals as well. Olive oil is the primary oil. Um, 
typically we would recommend it as a salad oil or a drizzle oil or something to maybe a dipping oil like to dip bread in or something um, but we don't cook at high heats with olive oil mm-hmm. um, and they don't do that in the mediterranean either you know, no, olive don't. oil is typically used in their sauces they do a a low saute on their onions and garlic and things but they're not like frying with olive right. oil yeah um and then uh finally uh wine red wine with this um bind diet and this study it basically just um is telling us that we uh have now we have clinical proof that this type of diet helps to uh, prevent or slow the progression of alzheimer's sounds lovely yeah so go out there and eat your leafy greens everybody Yes, absolutely. And more of them than you think you need to eat. Like I I get my clients all the time, oh yeah, I eat a lot of greens. And then I look at their food records and I see, well, they're not eating, you know, they're not eating as many servings of leafy greens a week as what the studies show that they they need to have these results. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to have at least, and this is from my perspective, you're, you know, we're aiming for like two to three cups of leafy greens a day. Mm. So it's not your little side salad. It's, it's full, you know, it's the full on, you know, big meal salad a day mm-hmm. of leafy greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So you have a up. link to the study, right? Yes, we have a link to the study. All right, Dee. Thank you for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Processed Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast, lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy. <laughs>